This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens, a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I don't have time to take a million multivitamins. You're a busy man. All these pills. Exactly. I've been on it for a number of, all year so far in 2022, mm-hmm. and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to every morning. So what is this stuff? Guess what, Tom? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the dang things, Tom. Um, I take it every morning before my coffee. It's great. I think it helps with uh, absorption there, they they say. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? Um, I'm a vegetarian. This Mm -hmm. is fine with me. It's actually uh, gluten-free, vegan, all that stuff. Yeah, no animal products in there. Uh, Keto, Mm -hmm. paleo. Vegan, dairy you can free, fit it free. into any anything. Guess what? Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. And guess what? It costs you less than three dollars a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your dang cold brew habit. Mm-hmm. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash guide. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash guide to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom, and I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I feel like I'm ready to 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 get moving. Yeah, well, we're back in the same room again today. Thankfully, I'm giddy. Yeah, I'm giddy about it. Oh, uh, the, well, that that touches my heart to hear. I've been laughing like a schoolgirl this whole time. <laughs> And does that has that been scaring your wife and child? No, no, no. Since I got here. You've oh, since me. you got here, yeah. yeah like well, we spent. Ha, 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 ha. What? That's, that's not me. How a that's me girl laughing laughs. like a schoolgirl. You have a misunderstanding of what a schoolgirl is. Then it's been a while since I've been to school. Do you think a schoolgirl is uh, like Tim the Toolman Taylor? <laughs> Uh, I think uh, Tim Allen would come in here and freaking slap you in the face for well, saying that. Well, I think if Tim Allen tried, he I, he would get thrown to the floor by me, a uh, much uh, more muscular man than him. How old do you think Tim <laughs> Allen is? A much is? younger man. 67, I'm going to guess. Okay. Um, ask Siri. But um, Siri, how old is Tim Allen? Tim Allen is 68 years old. Ooh, oh, look at that. Price is right rules. You nailed it. Tom. Yeah. Oh, I could easily beat the shit out of him then. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He's like frail and wears glasses now. Yeah. I think the challenge would be if you were, if you asked me to beat up Tim Allen, but not kill him. <laughs> oh, wow. <Tom. laughs> no, not, not that I'd want, not that the bloodlust would be so 
But just once once you're approaching 70, it's hard to fight a man without accidentally killing them. Yeah. By hitting them the wrong way or having them fall the wrong way. What about this time? He's just mm-hmm. come in from uh, working on his hot rod. Yeah. He's hiding a socket wrench oh. uh, in his sleeve and he pulls you out and just bops you on the head with it. Well, yeah. I mean, if he got a sucker punch with a socket wrench in on me, sure, then he would have the upper hand. Then he might, in fact, kill me. Yeah. Depending on uh, how hard he swung. Getting killed by Tim the Toolman Taylor. <sighs> That'd be sa- it would be sad for him. He'd be going back to jail for a second time in his life. He'd sell out whoever gave him the <laughs> socket would, wrench. He would snitch on whoever uh, gave him that wrench. Yeah. Uh, Tim, we're not going to talk about the slap heard around the world this week because me and you just spent like an hour talking about it. It happened five days ago and yeah. I'm still talking about it nonstop happily. Yeah, but but not on this podcast because you're hearing that everywhere else. Yeah. If you see one of us in the street, uh, buy us a coffee or a beer and, and we'll happily talk your, talk your ear off about the slap. As far as I'm concerned, the slap heard around the world is the one that Tim the Toolman Taylor is going to administer to you. <laughs> yeah, right. Once he hears this podcast. So you think it, it's going to happen at a global award show? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what kind of award show would is Tim me? Allen invited to? <laughs> is Tim Allen invited to? Given given the front row, but I'm one of the presenters. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that kind of makes a lot of sense. I could see if I were being if I were presenting at an award show, it seems like the kind of award show where if Tim Allen wanted to come, he would get a a seat of honor. Yeah. I mean, you'd you'd be like, hey, yeah, seat of honor for for, for, for but not now. Now I'd be like, well, I don't know about the socket wrench yet. I don't know. I do. You told me about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I don't want to be slapped on stage even by an old man. That's true. I don't want to kill an old man on stage either. That's one of my biggest fears. It's one of my biggest Hollywood fears. Uh, Tim, before before any of that nonsense happened, uh, I had a bad start to my week. No, actually, it was after that. It was the next day. I was riding high on seeing the most entertaining thing that's ever been on television. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've never had this happen to me. I'm walking my dog and a bird shit on my head. That's good? Supposedly it's good luck, but that's just the kind of thing people say, right? Yeah. Um, what kind of bird was it? Like a little bird, because I looked up and I could see it. You Wait, know. where did it, where did the poop land? Right on like the crown of my head, like perfectly like splat. like somebody cracked an egg on top of your head. Yeah, perfect. Could not have hit the top of my head better than. Did you know? Every time a bird is pooped on me, I didn't even realize it. It's because my hair is, uh, it's like a helmet. <laughs> put so well, much yeah, gel you put in a, it. You put yeah. a lot of Aquanet in yeah, your exactly. hair. Yeah, exactly. That's what just it is. slides right off. <laughs> no, this this like it it. I don't know if it, I think because Monday was such a beautiful day out, and I was just kind of enjoying like ah, this is very nice outside. And it, God wanted to punish you. Yeah, for being happy, He wanted yeah. to punish me for my hubris. And it just slapped again. It hit so perfectly that it was like whack. Like it felt like somebody spit on my head. And uh, I looked up and I saw this stupid little bird. Was he perched on like a tree? Yeah, he was perched on a tree. Uh, and then I could smell it. I could smell it. I could smell it even before I saw the bird. It had that uh, bird shit smell to it. You yeah. know what that smells like? Uh, uh, 
bird shit. Yeah, it smells yeah. like it has a very distinct smell. And I was like, oh, great. I, I don't know. I don't know that I know that smell. You would know it. It's the smell uh, like if you're in a pet store or somebody's house that has a bird. It's yeah. that smell. It's, it's, yeah, I guess it's like so. a sweet smell kind of. Hmm. <laughs> don't 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 give those eyes. Damn, it's not that kind of are sweet. You, are those fresh baked cookies or do you have a bird? <laughs> not, that, not every, uh, not every sweet smell change. is a good smell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, bird shit right on my head. Then I had to like come back inside and my girlfriend. Would you ever have a bird? No. Some people that I really respect have birds. <laughs> you want to name names? Oh. Well, I respect them. Yeah. I think birds are cool. But I don't want one cool. living with me. No. Well, and also, I don't think a bird wants to live with me. Birds oh, want to be. Come on. Well, I think <laughs> birds want to be Come on, Tom. Have a little freaking self esteem. Birds want to be flying around and I can't fly, Tim. So what, what's a, what use does a bird have for me? Yeah. Bird seed, I guess. That's that's what a bird can get out of me. Yeah, and uh, yesterday's paper to line the, I, the bottom of the cage. I just realized that it's because this stupid woman has been uh, spreading uh, uh, like crumbs, bread. Yeah. bread. And I was mad because of the pigeons and rats. There are so many pigeons. Not really the rats. The rats are in the garbage cans. Mm-hmm. You see a lot more rats around lately? I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot more rats around lately. I live in a nicer part of town than you. <laughs> Every time I'm out walking at night, if you walk near any garbage can, all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> there's like commotion. And you're like, oh my God, there's some, there's a giant rat in there. Yeah, a rat doesn't want anything to do with you. Uh, it might want to bite me. Mm. It might want to bite me if it's if it's got its young in there or something, and it thinks I'm coming to to eat garbage. No, rats don't care about their young. Yeah, they uh, rats don't care about anything. <laughs> except for, the rats are always looking out for number one. That's true, but and uh, also because uh, the city has decided that they don't have to provide services anymore. There's more than enough garbage for the the rats to keep themselves <laughs> right. happy with. Yeah, a rat doesn't need to concern itself mm. with me. But uh, yeah, I just realized this this woman, and I got to keep an eye out for this woman and say, hey, lady, quit throwing food everywhere. Hey. A bird shit on my head. Uh, then she'll eh, she'll feel pretty bad about that. Yeah. I'll say, how would you like if I shit on your head? She'll tell you it's freaking good luck. Well, I'll tell her I fell down the stairs right after. So uh-huh. uh, your theory's uh, debunked. I, I wear a neck brace. <laughs> really sell it oh, wear a neck brace and a helmet yeah i came back inside and my girlfriend was like using the bathroom i think she was taking a shower and i was like oh come on like get out of there idiot get out of there don't you know i just got my head shit on <laughs> i gotta take a shower i've got to wash my hair three times <laughs> because i'm so gross out that stupid lady with the bread <laughs> screwed me i told you she would <laughs> oh it finally <laughs> happened honey the that lady really i hope she's happy i hope she's laughing in hell you know that lady i complained to you about <laughs> three four hours a day yeah so yeah that, you know but i didn't let that put a damper on uh and I, then i just thought about that slap and yeah. i was like all right now i'm back now i'm just back to thinking about the thing that upsets me tim is uh, of course we can't talk about it, we can't do it because it's over a week later tom yeah it's over a week later everybody's heard a million things but that on our, we've had like a three topic list for the past month, and Will Smith has been one of the topics that yeah. we've been like, all right, we'll do these three topics eventually. And yeah. now it would look like we're just uh, cashing in, we're just bottom feeders, we're just cashing in. Yeah, 
We got to wait for uh, an episode with more ads in it. Then we'll do the Will Smith. No, because people are, look, you can't do a Will Smith episode. Like, what if we got we're, him we, here? We are, well, <laughs> I'm afraid. I'd be afraid <laughs> to have him here, actually. Um, we're, we're, people I'm are fine. Gonna, people are going to tune in next week. It's going to be just Will Smith on our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these two guys didn't show up. I'm fine being a bottom feeder, Tom. Uh-huh. It's just I think nobody wants to like people are like oh yeah they're gonna talk about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they've already all tuned out. Now we can say whatever we want. We could talk about how happy the slap made us. <laughs> it really did. It made us from a, an entertainment. From an entertainment, of course, violence is wrong. You don't want to see anybody get hit, yeah. but. I'll be goddamned if that wasn't the most exciting thing I've ever My seen. My heart on was racing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, our good friend, friend of the show, Dan Deacon, was up for the award <laughs> that, that Chris Rock was presenting. And like that, that I forgot about that yeah. in, in the midst of all this. And then I saw him on TV uh, when Questlove won. I was like, mm. oh, yeah, Dan's there too. He got to see <laughs> the sloppy <slide> person. <laughs> That must be the most exciting thing that's ever happened for him. <laughs> Meanwhile, the man's there nominated for yeah. an award. But still, I would take seeing that slap in person over any award. <laughs> Tom, we said we weren't going to talk I about I know. It. All right. What do you want to talk about? Mm. Can't really think of anything other than the slap. All I've been thinking about is the slap, the slap, the slap in my yeah. head. It's not just a slap. It was the screaming after <laughs> There, there is a whole. That part was cool. Man, look, it, it was a like weird a weird man had a breakdown on yes. television. And, and what good is television if we're not going to see a, a strange man lose lose his mind to, at, at least temporarily? What? Yeah. Why, why even invent television if, if that's not a possibility? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think this was uh, this unseated. The Jinx losing his mind in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as my really top did. TV moment. It has to because th- this happened live, and the Jinx wasn't live. And then we learned later that it was like yeah. edited out of context. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately for the Jinx, because he died in jail. One other break. <laughs> <As a> result. <laughs> I mean, he definitely killed multiple people. Don't don't cry for the jinx, Tom. Yeah, the jinx uh, cries the, for no man. Yeah, and uh, your tears will bring the jinx back to life. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that yeah. aspect. Yeah, he feeds off your sympathy, Tom. Yeah, but I mean, uh, OJ car chase. That was a very exciting thing that yeah, happened. Yeah, that was on a man TV. losing his mind on television. <laughs> yep, a very famous man. Hmm. Who else? Wonderful live television breakdowns. Uh, I mean, when Bill Clinton said, in fact, I did have sexual relations with that woman. Yeah, but that was like stage managed and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't nearly as exciting. We're talking about spontaneous stuff. Yeah, people that are like, "Uh uh-oh. Oh, I didn't know this person was completely bonkers. Yeah. You think maybe Will Smith didn't know uh, that uh, that show was live. Yeah. The cameras were on. He doesn't doesn't really understand. I don't think he understands like... Broadcast film. <laughs> no, TV, he's so new to the yeah, world exactly. of entertainment in general. Yeah. So he's he's kind of just got wide eyes. Uh, yeah, we we didn't see that after he got back to his seat. He said, "You guys can cut that, right?" <laughs> Tim, we're here this week to talk about a different type of entertainment: blockbuster entertainment, block blockbuster video entertainment. Wow. 
What, what a, a difference. difference. Now, what did that mean? A difference from other video stores? Yeah. Let's let's start by just talking about video stores before Blockbuster. Okay. The cool ones that had pornography in them. See, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody talks about. There were mom and Tom. Mom and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Remember you and my mom opened up that video store together? Yeah. It was weird because of all the pornography you ordered for it. I mean, yeah, I mean. My mom was very uncomfortable with that. You, walk, you walked in the front door and you were just kind of in like, it was almost like a little uh, uh, vestibule. And that was the main store yeah. that had uh, uh, 10 copies of Caddyshack 2 that you could rent. And then there was another door, a beaded door yeah. with, uh, with saloon doors. And that brought you into the pornographic uh, area, which was 10,000 square feet of uh, pornography. Yeah. Um, again, I don't think my, my mom knew what she was getting into going into business with you. She warned me about getting into this show with you. Right. I mean, it's, that's how I know you through my she, mom. She, you were her <laughs> business partner in the video. She warned you. She said, you know, Tim... I opened up a store with that, with Tom when he was eight years old, a video store, and it didn't go well. Mm. <laughs> I think he just used the fact that I was an adult to order uh, 10,000 pornographic videotapes. So there were these mom and pop video stores, yeah. Tom. We had one in our town called Golden Video. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was great until Blockbuster opened. Yeah. Um, but everybody talks about, like, oh, there was an adult section. As... Uh, now that we're adults, mm-hmm. would you ever walk into the adult section of any of any business? No, I mean this was this was also when, especially in like your own small town, like yeah. oh the, oh, I'm gonna go to the place right next to the bagel shop, and <laughs> right. I'm gonna walk into Maybe the I'll pornography the room and then, there, yeah. yeah, and like anybody walking by on the way home from the bagel shop will watch me going through the beads into the pornography room, <laughs> right? No, I don't want that to happen. But it happened. I mean, again, you have to remember how inaccessible pornography was in the 80s, especially uh, moving pornography. (laughs) (laughs) Not emotionally. Tear to your eye watching. Not emotionally moving. I'm talking about uh, talkies, the the motion pictures. You had to go to a theater in Times Square and and get shot and stabbed multiple times and step on syringes and everything. Yeah. but this, you you know, and you couldn't you couldn't watch pornography on TV. Or H- what happened to that poor uh, Paul Rubens might happen to you. Exactly. Porn on TV, you had HBO and the Playboy channel, neither of which were nearly as risque as I'm sure what they had behind those beads. You know, the, the they had other pay-per-view options, right? I don't really think so, because at that time I don't think they had like hardcore porn, like okay. actual sex. And that's what they had at the Golden Video. Yeah, I assume. I don't know. I, don't I never know. Maybe went it to was anything. just like. Uh... I don't think it was like a hundred videotapes of softcore. I think they had some nasty shit in there. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't know what you're basing this on. Because look, if you're gonna do it, do it right. And well, have, that's uh, your. That's you. <laughs> no, it's not mine. Motto. I'm just saying. That if you're going to have an X-rated section, you don't want somebody coming back out and saying, like, what the hell is this? It's all soft core yeah, stuff. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, all right, take it or leave it, pervert. Get out of my store. <laughs> well, Tim, that's not how you're going to run a business catering to perverts. Down. <laughs> See, I think uh, you're making a mistake thinking that every uh, the mom and pop video store and mom and Tom video store... <laughs> 
Just wants perverts lurking no, around. No, because I guarantee. Because they also had Caddyshack in the end and yeah, the rest of the films. But I think I think those porno tapes they probably could charge like a real premium to rent them too. You could charge a premium to rent anything. Yeah, but Caddyshack porno, for example. No, but but people wanted porno was hard Ted to get Knight. back. Porno was hard to get back then, and I don't think anyone who really wanted it was like ah. If only this were five dollars to rent, I would. I do understand it. that the opportunity was there, Tom, to yeah. run a smutty business where you gouged perverts for the grossest pornography. Well, I'm glad you I'm see just, it this way because your mom didn't. I, I understand that the opportunity is there. What I'm taking issue uh-huh. is the your insistence that this is in fact what all video stores actually did. Uh, a lot of the mom and pop ones did. Apparently, like a porn section was just kind of. I mean, it's the same way how we know that VHS players got popular because of porn, because porn was like the first thing that they that that when VHS came out, porn companies were like, "Oh, we can see the value in this. People would like to watch our porn at home. We're in." And while Sony Pictures and Disney are like, mm, I don't know, this might cut into our movie profits, you know, right. our theater profits. I understand. I understand that the opportunity is there. Uh-huh. I think I just don't uh, agree with you that this is the backbone in the core. No, of I'm the- not saying it's a backbone. I'm just saying that I think almost every independent video store in the 80s had a porn section, and I think. Probably a lot of those porn videos were like absolutely disgusting that they cater time. They because think about they had to cater to the type of person that didn't care if other people in the town saw them going in there. Wait, you know, say that again. They had to cater to the type of person who didn't care. No, that's the thing. I think people wanted to be discreet. Yeah, they did because I was in there renting three men and a baby. Right. With my with my parents, yeah, right, and you know, you know, if it's all the grossest thing you can imagine, there, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna go in there and be like, oh, well. Do- I'm not saying it's all the grossest, but some of it was, I'm sure, shocking. In uh, the late aughts, time, yeah. I mean, also, I remember this video store had faces of death not behind the curtain, yeah, just like out. So, um, I was in a in a in the South, Tom. I don't mm. know what city. But we had stopped at a gas station. I was on tour. Uh-huh. And uh it was like 2009, 2008, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and the gas station sold a lot of pornography. Oh, nice. But there were DVDs. <laughs> uh-huh. And each and one they only played in the in the gas pumps. <laughs> no, no, there was a gas. display like next to like the Slim Jims and like oh, and nice. like the hostess yeah, they, cupcakes they, they, and oh, stuff. They, they know their audience. And it was like, but you, you could you could buy a slim gym and then buy a a thick gym, right? A, a video presumably titled "Thick Gym." Yeah. Well, you didn't know. Here's the thing, Tom. You didn't know the titles of the movies. You couldn't see the covers because I think they thought it would be unseemly. Right. Because I think so. They all had inserts that were color coded, and one was pink. Uh-huh. One was neon green. I only know this because I took a picture of it. Uh-huh. One was neon green. What a creep. And one was yellow. And that corresponded to the race of the Ooh, performers hey, in those videos. Hey. And the, But to also be helpful, they, they put the, they printed uh-huh. the race okay. also. Um, uh-huh. And so uh, you just, I think it was kind of like a, 
what are those toys where like you buy the toys and you don't know what's inside, but like you like know a that Kinder, it, yeah, you yeah. know it, or it's like oh, I, I bought a Simpsons toy. I don't know what what character right. it's going to be. Let me see what I'm going to get. And it's just like oh, I know what race it's going to be. I don't know what <laughs> right. the people are actually going to look like. Yeah, and then you just roll the dice, and then that's how you. It would be hilarious if, if that gas station in the south. It'd be hilarious if that's how they uh, segmented it. But it was like you might get straight porn, you might get gay porn. Yeah. Oh wait, there 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 might have been also a secondary also that, yeah, yeah classification because I was gonna say I think some people would be disappointed. Yeah. Just, just this might have been a town where they didn't acknowledge that there was uh, yeah. anything other than yeah. Straight I, was, porn. I was gonna say the yeah. the I can't imagine gas stations being very. Uh, uh, gas stations in the south selling pornography, being very open-minded. Anyway, uh-huh. blockbuster. Video. Okay, <laughs> yeah. wait. so so uh, there were independent video stores yes. long before blockbuster. Yeah. Now I remember at the the video store in our hometown, uh, Golden Video. You at least in the beginning, because I think my family had a pretty early uh, subscription because our number was R eighty, so mm. we were the eightieth R. Our last name. Okay. Uh, because there was no card or anything. You just went in there and you rented something and you said R80. But you had to sign up for a membership where basically that was like the seed money for them to buy all those videos. Yeah, you had to pay for a membership. Yeah, so they paid. I think it might have been a few hundred dollars. And then that came with, okay, now you have 100 rentals, 20 rentals, 50 rentals or something. Because I just remember a lot of times my, because right next to uh, Golden Video was Goodies, a uh, stationery store that sold magazines and had Street Fighter in the back. Mm -hmm. And sometimes my parents- The video game, there wasn't an actual Street Fighter. (laughs) I wish. Tim, you know I love violence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Live in-person violence. But- uh, uh, sometimes like my my parents would would be in there to like buy a newspaper or magazine and I'd be like, can I go rent, you know, uh, three amigos or something? And they'd be like, yeah. And I'd be able to go in there, grab the tape I wanted and say R80. And they would say, OK. And that was Did it. Ever go no, Rady. no, no money would change hands. Now, now. I'm Did more... you ever go R matey? And they were just like. <laughs> Do you think they thought you said R matey? And they were like, this is pirate. Let's not mess with that's them. Not a, that's not a young boy. That's a pirate. <laughs> yeah. uh, I hope it's nobody. Li- pirate. I hope that store that closed 20 years ago hasn't reopened. And now somebody's using R80 to rent uh, mo- movies. Can I tell on, you something? Do you want to hear my, my, parent, my parents joke about the golden video? <laughs> Damn, I can't wait. I'm surprised this didn't come up with when me and your mom opened a video store. <laughs> um, uh, when you signed up, you had to pay a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. But they said this was a lifetime membership. Uh-huh. When they went out of business, my parents said, I guess it was uh, their lifetime, not mine. <laughs> oh, Tim, that's cold. <laughs> what a what an unbelievably sick burn your parents had about a uh, uh, business that went yeah. under. I mean, come on. that's That just goes with the territory. Yeah. Um, so that's what video stores were like. And you were lucky. <laughs> so, <wait. laughs> Uh, you, you, a kid could walk in and just say a number. Just give a number and a letter. And then there's the sickest, grossest <laughs> pornography behind beads. Behind, yeah, and beaded like, doorway. It was like $1,000 a tape to rent from there, in your mind. Something these like perverts that. perverts have deep pockets. Well, yeah, and the He's Long Island perverts, section. yeah. But, um, but yeah, they, you know, you were lucky if they had two copies of a movie. 
for the most part, they only you know it's a relatively small store, small storefront. I'll tell you something, Tom. Mm-hmm. It was it was the same size as the store next door, which sold cards and magazines. Yeah, to give you an idea of how tiny Tom, it was. This is the thing, and this is an innovation that Blockbuster, yeah, um, solved. Um, those tapes, you didn't walk in there and just grab three amigos. No, the tape was behind the counter. Yeah, you had yeah. to go up to the man. So you weren't even sure. No, there was. I forget. There was. I think they turned the tape when it was out. Yeah. So, so if a tape was backwards, then it was out. But I mean, obviously, anyone could do that. So, like as a kid, at least, I would still. If it was something I really wanted, I would check because sometimes they would get things back and they hadn't turned it yet. But yeah, a pretty like simplistic system. Yeah, uh, like uh, we have three amigos, but somebody else has it out, right? And maybe suggest Caddyshack, right, or Caddyshack too. Right. And that was one of Blockbuster's big innovations that they had so many tapes that the tapes were just out, out on the showroom floor for yeah. you to for you to grab. Um, and that they had, they had armed guards to make sure that nobody they made didn't it. have armed guards. Uh, also, another innovation that they had that uh, that later golden video had was a return slot not having to bring it like being able to return something after hours yeah. by just putting it through a slot and like the moment- i also remember that being a big problem where it was like the video store closes at seven we have to get there to return this or else we're gonna get late fees yeah and late fees tom Oh, you yeah. don't want to mess with those. Those were 16% of Blockbuster's revenue. Time. Yeah. Well, and especially for smaller video stores, it made sense because I remember there being videos that I really wanted and they would tell you this will be back in on Friday yeah. and you would come back in Friday an hour before close and they're like, I don't know what to tell you. The person didn't bring it back. Yeah. And it was, I'll I know. tell you it what. It says to- right here, three amigos do <laughs> yeah. Friday. And they won't they won't call the police. And even if you call the police on your own, the police won't do anything. Also when Blockbuster opened in nineteen eighty five, Tom. I yeah. feel like we didn't We didn't get it till maybe ninety two, I wanna say in sure. our area. Blockbuster was founded by David Cook in nineteen eighty five mm-hmm. and went public a year later. Um it, it So was, before then it was you you had to have a membership. Exactly. <laughs> um but um it it was a, a chain of video rental stores yeah. that eventually became 9,000 uh, yeah. 9, storefronts. Mm-hmm. It's wild that that was in, I think it got to be its biggest in 2004, right. which I guess at this point is kind of a long time ago. It's like mm-hmm. 18 years ago. Yeah. But like now there's one and it's not even, <laughs> and it's just a yeah, novelty it's not, in yeah. Bend, Oregon, right? right? I mean, it is a functioning you know, you can go but there. But it's an independent things. store. Right. right. Like yeah. Not... They just licensed the name or something, I think. Right. So basically everything was operating mom and pop. Mm. And I have such fondness and affinity for Blockbuster because I spent, uh, you know, so much time in a Blockbuster. Yeah. I rented so many Yeah, I, re- I remember that time that you accidentally got locked in overnight. <laughs> Tom, that would have been great. They had so <laughs> many TVs. You just watch the movies on the TVs there. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want to watch a movie on like a 13-inch TV installed on the ceiling. Yeah, that's true. Um, but you wouldn't have had to pay to watch it, so. Yeah. But yeah, Blockbuster. Joke's on them. Joke's on you, assholes. Watching it for free.
This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Relationships take work. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well. But how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? Tim, you know, I always treat you very well. But how often you do. How often do you treat yourself uh, with the same level of care that I treat you with? I don't treat myself nearly as nice as you treat me. And I appreciate that, Tom. Yeah. Well, you got to invest in yourself, Tim. This month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to take care of your most important relationship, the one you have with yourself. Whether it's hitting the gym, making time for your haircut, or even trying therapy, you are your greatest asset. So invest the time and effort into yourself like you do for other people. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Complete Guide to Everything listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com guide. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash guide. Now, Blockbuster had two big innovations, I think. The first one was having so many tapes. Mm-hmm. And, and that got even, as they got bigger, I feel like, I feel like towards the late 90s, they had a lot of marketing around... It, when a new release comes out on a Friday, we'll have it. It's guaranteed to be there. Yeah, it's guaranteed. The guarantee we'll, was just like, otherwise, like when we do have it and you'll get it for free. Right. right. Okay. But the way they could guarantee it was they would have a hundred copies of right. that tape. So you actually were guaranteed. Not. Uh, yeah. You, you were very likely that they would have. You know, Terminator Two or whatever in stock. Uh, that's the day. a little too early. Yeah, that was a little too early. Uh, Titanic when it came yeah. out on video, that they would actually have it, um, and you could watch it. So that was one innovation. But the second innovation was they were so much cheaper than other rental stores. I think that that's it's those two things that grew them to 9,000 stores and turned them into an insane monopoly. That well, that's the thing. And destroyed. this is, I have such affinity for them, but yeah. basically what they did is what I hate is they've come, they came in and killed independent stores right? and then used their clout in the market to like, yeah, the reason they could get all of those, those tapes to have when they came out or those DVDs on yeah. Friday to guarantee that they were there is because like they would cut deals with the studios and be like, Look, nobody's renting this shit anywhere else. So you better give us a good right. cut of this and we'll push it and we'll whatever. We'll we'll buy all we'll yeah. buy as many as possible, but mm. like you got to give us a break on it. Um and then it's cheaper because again, the way that Walmart is cheaper is they're like we have a billion stores. Yeah. Um you want your product we, in yeah. our stores? Like We're we're going to buy We're going to buy it from you really cheaply, the manufacturer. Right. We're going to squeeze you. Um, and there's nothing you can do about it. If you don't sell it to us at this price, fuck you. We'll yeah. just we're, we're put another gonna, product We're going to place an order for probably in some cases literally a million copies yeah. of of these big titles. And yeah, you're Johnny not going to- Johnny Blockbuster. You're, squeezing the little guy. You're not- Paramount you're, Pictures. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, You can't feel too bad about it. 
Um, well, can I tell you? Uh, Blockbuster was founded mm-hmm. by David Cook in 1985 and went public a year later. An investment group of former waste management executives oh, okay. uh, so took control guys. of the company and built it up uh, before a sale to Viacom in 1994. Huh. So it's just like, it's like... I don't think I knew Viacom. Well, It's the, like, oh, cool. Bef- it's like waste management <laughs> in Viacom. It's like... And yeah. then uh, Carl Icahn or yeah, like... Yeah. Like all the worst people are involved right. in yeah. Blockbuster, the place that I like... It's like, if I could go back to one place in time, <laughs> we'd be Blockbuster on a Friday night in 1997. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, it, you know. It's built by mobsters from <laughs> waste management. Have you watched that documentary, The Last Blockbuster? Yeah. yeah it's pretty good. I liked it. It's nice. Um, but they do. Who narrated it? Kevin Smith. Ke- no. I Kevin think. Smith was in it. Oh. I forget who narrated it then. Okay. Sorry. Um, Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Ask uh, Ginger. Ginger will look it up real Ginger. quick. Ginger. See, the, she's not pulling her weight. No. In fact, she's asleep. I'm not going to give her her intern stipend that you've convinced <laughs> me to pay her. And well, also, I don't think she can cash the checks. No, I cash them for her and I buy uh, uh, begging strips with them. <laughs> well, that's what dogs love. Um, I did see the film, The Last yes. Blockbuster. Well, did you find out who directed it? Oh, or that's, who what, that's what you're waiting yeah. for. Uh-huh. Lauren Lapkus. Oh, okay. So not Kevin Smith. No. They, they don't they even have, have very, similar voices. They have very similar voices. No, Kevin Smith was a talking head in it. Okay. Um, they talk about in that documentary uh, how the... And, and it's hard to describe to somebody that, that didn't go to Blockbuster. I think specifically the ages we were as like kids into teens... And that excitement of going there on a Friday night of like, oh, man, anything's possible because you didn't really know when movies came out on video. Some you did. Some really big ones. They would run. I remember they for. would uh, um, in the mornings on MTV, they would show videos, music videos. Uh-huh. And on the bottom, they would have like oh, a news scroll. Of, uh, and part of that was like new videos. And I remember just watching every Morning. I think I think they would show like videos out today, right? Yeah. So every Friday morning, I'd be like, "Is Billy Madison out yet?" Is Billy, <laughs> and I would just be watching for Billy Madison. <laughs> uh, while um, I remember, is Jill Sobule's "I Kissed a Girl" was in heavy rotation, and I just remember every Friday <laughs> that video was on, and just looking for Billy Madison. Man, I loved the nineties. Yeah, you, you've got a real broken brain if you can <laughs> remember that. Yeah, can't, you can't remember what you did last week, but you didn't. Seven years of Spanish, <laughs> I can't speak one fucking word of it. Um, yeah, it was just so exciting, especially when. Well, it was exciting when you wanted something in particular uh, to go there, and it was like, oh boy, are they going to have it? Are they not going to have it? But then, my favorite was going in there and just being, yeah, like, being an open book of like, show me what you got, show me what, and you I'm got. not, I'm not. Married to a the new, new release, release yeah. along the outer wall, which is a it was a great layout, right? right? Along the walls were all the new releases, yeah. and then inside you had uh, it was like a supermarket where yeah. all the fresh stuff is on the outside, hey, and the aisles, and the fresh, the fresh yep. tapes, Look fresh at DVDs. That. Um, but yeah, you you know that's how I saw a bunch of I don't know weird movies as a kid because so often you would you would want you know some new release or whatever. They wouldn't have it. 
So you would just start perusing. All right, well, they don't have Wayne's World 2. Let me see what comedies they do have. And mm, then you check. And you really, you know, you didn't have a phone or anything. So all you had to go by was the cover and the description on the back, which would maybe have like three screenshots from the movie. Yeah. And if the movie was bad, you still watched it because you And they paid. didn't tell you it was bad on the on the on <laughs> No, the they box. wouldn't tell you it was bad. But you would watch the whole thing because it was you you said to yourself, I paid four dollars to rent this. I'm gonna watch this stupid movie even even if I hate it and it's terrible. Which is great. Yeah. When you have a million, uh, and we talk about this with music all right. the time. Like yeah. I haven't listened to a new album mm-hmm. in uh, twenty years because uh, if it doesn't grab me in thirty seconds, I'm like, eh, next. Yeah, well, I do the same thing even with uh, Netflix nowadays. Where yeah. first off, you have the the you know uh, uh, paralysis of choice because yeah. there's so much stuff. But there have been plenty of times where I'll give something like 10 minutes and then go, eh, there was something we were trying to decide between this and something else anyway. The first 10 minutes of this is slow or just kind of, eh. See, I don't have that problem, Tom, because the only streaming service I have is the Criterion channel. Oh, wow. And um, everything is finely curated there, (laughs) and they're all classics, and I know deeply the history of all these important films and i watch them now they have pornography on there they have a like a yeah some of the grossest stuff again it's (laughs) just like they have poor yeah yeah, some of the grossest stuff but but artistically done in a nice way um tim did you ever did you rent video games from blockbuster no and this no, is this is no, where like I only play new video games. <laughs> no, I wasn't a video games kid. I remember one time I rented no River hand City. Eye, no rent. hand eye coordination. No, I was bad at video games. No, no, no hand eye coordination. Um, River City Ransom. Remember that game? Yeah, I remember renting that for a sleepover. We had some good fun with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for me, I was just like. This cheapens the whole experience. <laughs> let, let, let's keep this You're, to movies. Man, you really are a snob. I'm a cinephile, Tom. The the I feel like that's an aspect, and is and in the blockbuster documentary, underrated aspect. Because I was thinking about this. I'm playing um Horizon Forbidden West right now. And to be honest, I'm kind of sick of it. I've been playing it for so many hours trying to get everything. But every time I'm like, ah. Like, I kind of don't want to play this anymore. I then think I you spent $60 on this idiot. You didn't. Right. You didn't wait. Nowadays, you can wait uh, two weeks after a game comes out and it's immediately on sale. And within six months, the game's 20 bucks. Yeah. But certain games, it's like, no, I'm very sad. I want $60 game. I'll, I'll pay the $60 and then I'm going to play the hell out of it, even if I'm lukewarm on it. And I was thinking about how awesome Blockbuster was because back then video back then video games were still like fifty or sixty or seventy dollars, some eighty dollars some games. And and that's not with inflation. That's pre inflation yeah, okay, yeah. money. Stop screaming about inflation all the time. <laughs> Damn, it's what people like to hear about. No, you, uh, me. you have those stickers of Joe Biden that I did this I did that you've that. been putting on. No, uh, I took one of those off a of gas pump the other uh, day because I got mad. Because uh, I was just Joe like, Biden's a great man. <laughs> not that I was just like, come on, take stickers off the gas pump, gas pump employees, no matter what they say. <laughs> what if it said Tom is cool? Well, then I saw I, one that said, uh, no, you didn't. 
Who put it there? Did you put it there? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm all over I'm, town. I'm trying to get some buzz yeah, going for I, you. I've been trying to get the word out that I'm cool, too. Yeah. But uh, it's been slow going. I know. So I thought I'd help you out. Um, But I used to love, as a kid, you can rent a game. And especially in the 90s, there were so many games that were $60. Like I This, remember- is, this is my issue, Tom. Uh-huh. You you get what two three days with that video yeah. game? That's fine if you're renting Bubble Bobble or something. <laughs> but like, what about a game that like you can't be like, oh, I'm gonna just like play Metal Gear Solid for like two days? Yeah, but be- that was a later game. That was like I'm it was talking like 1998. I'm talking Super Nintendo Genesis okay, era right, okay. when and you had them both because you were. I was what Tim <laughs> scumbag. Uh, I remember, no, you could get, like, I remember in particular, because I was thinking about the Ninja Turtles arcade games mm-hmm. that then came out on Super Nintendo and Genesis. I was like, how come I never had those as a kid? And then I remembered, oh, I rented those because you could beat those games in a, right. in a sitting. And then it was like, well, why am I going to spend $70 to own this game when I already beat it? Um, so it was great for things like that. You could buy a game, uh, three days you could beat it. Or sometimes you, you, you rented a game and after three days you're like, you know what? This game's awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to buy this game. And then also blockbuster $4 off the game. No, but you got peace of mind. Also blockbuster later. Uh, was big on selling used. See, this is what I didn't like. Games. And... I didn't like when that happened. I didn't like when they added CDs and stuff in there. Uh, and then they became a glorified to... freaking candy want... store at yeah, some point. It's like just go in the back and melt all the all the tapes that you don't want anymore, rather no, than sell them. No, I just feel like you know it's. I was it become, like I want to come here. I want it streamlined. I want to see that you're a real sick man saying you didn't like when they became a candy store. <laughs> what? You can What's get, wrong with you? Tom, we had Sweet Street right across from uh, from Goodies. Yeah, but that a was, great candy store right in town. There was nothing in Blockbuster. Yeah, but you don't need to have one place that you get everything at. You go yeah, to Blockbuster to rent fun. movies. It's fun because when you're in line, make two stops. When you're in line, it reminds you of being at the movie theater because then you can you can buy your your candies too. Because mm. they had like all the movie theater. Type, I know they had candy. that, but at some point they went over the top with the candies. Can Maybe. you can can we agree on that? Yeah, they had. Can some, we agree they, that Blockbuster? <laughs> sure, have the movie candy there. They make it feel yeah, like the theater they, they experience. They started getting like novelty candy, and exactly. that I didn't like. Yeah. Okay. okay. So call me a stick man. Back to video games, Tom. Uh-huh. Do you know? that nintendo sued blockbuster yeah for photocopying the the instruction manuals which like whoever read the dang instruction manual yeah but their thing was they didn't want to put the instruction manual in with the game because then they would just never come back uh, right because people would just lose them so they would copy them but i do get that Nintendo wasn't happy in the first place with them renting games they so, tried to they tried to lobby to have it illegal to rent video yeah. games um, I mean, Nintendo to this day, Nintendo's like crazy about their intellectual property and copyrights. Like they like people, there are certain games that people will live stream on Twitch and they'll like give them a copyright strike and people are like, what are you crazy? Like I'm live streaming some Nintendo 64 game and you're going to issue a copyright strike against mm-hmm. me. Um, but so I also that Miyamoto. 
Miyamoto himself, he's doing it all. Yeah. Um, he's pulling the strings. But I also kind of get that Nintendo saying, you know, it was a dumb thing for Blockbuster to do because Nintendo is 100% right that that instruction manual is copyrighted and you're making copies of it. And you can copy things and, that uh, you own. But not rent them out. Yeah, it's true. You know, and there is, you know, it is. Well, where's the line between copying the manual and copying the game? Yeah. If I I were a lawyer for Nintendo, I would go, how do you know? Some people aren't coming in there to rent the manual and aren't even using the game. Right. And then a windfall of cash, just a lot of money. Um, So they settled out of court. Yeah. And then Blockbuster That's started That's what using... I always recommend my clients do as well. But yeah, well, when they're going to lose, when you, when, you, when you know you can't win the case, you always recommend... It's the first thing. As Look, soon I'm as a I bad lawyer. The... I'm not going to win the case. As soon as, I, as soon as they sit me down in the jail across from the person, I say, look, I'm going to recommend that we settle. Um, we started using third-party manuals, which... What a weird! Oh, I think I vaguely remember that. What a weird that. business to go into to be like, hey, we're gonna write like generic versions of the manuals for yeah. these games. You know what? And like, what are the rules there for like <laughs> right. how similar they can be? Transformative use. Yeah. And I do remember that now because I remember at a certain point there being manuals where it was like. This isn't a photocopy of the manual. This isn't the original manual. What the hell is this? This is just a weird manual with generic <laughs> with generic graph like generic uh graphics in it. Yeah. So it's not Mario, it's just a guy. Plumber. Um Brooklyn but then Plumber. I, but then I do remember later, at least for for a little bit of time they would put the instructions on the back of the box. Right. Like just kind of brief. Like B is jump. Yeah. Here's what the buttons do. Here's what the power ups do type thing. Because I mean, look, especially Nintendo instruction manuals are great. They were full of like whimsical drawings and stuff. I never cracked one open. I wasn't much of a reader. (laughs) A lot of times. Yeah. It was just kind of, look, I just need to know what, what the different buttons here do. Tom, mm-hmm. how cool did it feel when you got your own Blockbuster card? And then, right, like when yeah. you signed up, it was before you had a driver's license, probably. Yes, yeah. Right? It was probably the first card that could do anything that you ever had in your wallet. Well, a library card. but yeah, A library but yeah, card. You know, that, hey, that'll get you beat up. Hey, what by... am I doing here, Tom? <laughs> Tim's giving the jerk-off motion <laughs> about a library card. Oh, the library had DVDs. Not much of a reader, Tom. <laughs> Don't care for the library. Uh, the library did have DVDs, and you were a fool if you went to Blockbuster. Yeah, because you could just get DVDs. Yeah. Well, certainly for there, I I actually do. Hey, rem- but they had like From Here to Eternity, Gone with yeah. the Wind. I mean, I do remember sometimes being at Blockbuster, wanting to rent something, and saying, "There's nothing here that I really want. I'm just gonna go to the library and take three things out, and who cares what they yeah. are? And it'll just satisfy my urge to." rent something right now um blockbuster had a cool logo i think it did have a cool logo it looked like a ripped ticket yeah it really reminded you of a movie theater they never did like a rebrand either i like that yeah and they, they didn't try to like get hip and they 
they died. <laughs> <laughs> right. They didn't they they didn't change with the times and they uh quickly went out of business. Do you did you ever go to at least uh on the east coast here uh their big competitor Hollywood video. You know what? My high school girlfriend. Uh-huh. Her family was a Hollywood video family. Yeah. And now the, your high school girlfriend, that was a year or two ago you were dating that girl, Tom, right? Um <laughs> uh they were a Hollywood video family. That is very weird. Yeah, they were right? Is that why you started. broke up? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was part of it. <laughs> yeah, because No, was... Tom, she didn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> she found me annoying. There was a Hollywood video not too far from us. But like you would pass three blockbusters getting there, yeah. So it was kind of silly to do it. But what was? Uh, there were two blockbusters that I went to. Mm-hmm. I'd mix it up. I didn't know. Yeah, we, yeah. They're both like kind of equidistant. Sometimes it was West Islip. Sometimes it was West Babylon. You know what? I would do that too. And trying to convince my parents to like try the West Babylon one instead of the West Islip one, it, it was like talking to a brick wall. Yeah. I, and and I think one time. One of them returned a video that I had gotten to the wrong one, and that was like a whole fiasco. So they were like, stop going to that other blockbuster. You ever go to the North Babylon one? It was a weird one. It had a weird layout. I didn't like it. Yeah, I think I'd been in it, but I don't know if I had necessarily rented anything. I don't know what I was doing there. I must have been looking for something in in particular. Yeah. You're lucky you didn't get your ass kicked. I know. (laughs) You don't like me on that side of town. <laughs> hey, pal, stick to your own blockbusters. <laughs> what, two blockbusters aren't enough for you? One of the, the cool thing about the, um, I just want to go back to this time. <laughs> the the West Side's a blockbuster, and then there was the A&W right next oh, to, to yeah. it. Oh, yeah. A&W uh, hamburgers. Yeah, root beers. Yeah. Well, they have the root beers, of course. They have the frosted mugs. Yeah. Uh, and and pour your own root beer. And oh boy, it was like, I'm not a big root beer person, but damn, if that wasn't the most delicious drink you could have. Yeah. Uh, and nice... the burgers weren't bad either, my friend. No, the burgers were very good. The burgers and fries were were definitely a step above uh, fast food. They 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 their whole thing was they were trying to harken back to the fifties. Uh, I liked it. They had a jukebox in yeah, there. Yeah. And but, it was like you'd walk in and they'd be right not the ball I have. It's like <laughs> can you play I don't know, music that I like. Uh, can you play some Nelly maybe? It's the nineties mm-hmm. for God's sake. But um they they I feel like they actually did accomplish it with their burgers, that their burgers were what you heard burgers were like at McDonald's in the fifties yeah. and they didn't have promotional items. They didn't have crazy stuff. No, they made them wear like little uh, paper hats. Yeah. And little stuff paper too. hats. Yeah. They had, they had just like a very nice, uh, know, nice, simple menu. Nice, nice place to sit in. And yeah, you could go there after, after, you know, and go over your hall from blockbuster. What I've learned from the Doughboys podcast, Tom, mm-hmm. Is that uh, the A and W brand has gone to shit in the oh. U.S., but Canada is still oh, like okay. the Canadian A and W. So if you ever find yourself in in Canada, in, in Canada, Tom, don't take another trip to Hooters near the airport. <laughs> um, go to an A and W. Well, uh, we'll see. We'll see how much time I have. <laughs> 
But that is a good tip because like, who knows, uh, you know, five years from now, I'm randomly in Canada and uh, I see that and I think, ah, well, the brand went to shit. Mm, nope. but now I know. No, not okay. up north. Yeah, it is good. Uh, I was big into buying used stuff at Blockbuster. See, I uh, loved it. Oh. I know you think I'm a real scumbag. The for only doing thing that. I ever shoplifted in my whole life was I from... didn't shoplift. Him no, was buying used. I product. shoplifted from Blockbuster. I know, Blockbuster. but you're like equating it like, oh, you buying used things is so low class. No, 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 Here's no. You're a low class thing I did once. <laughs> no, I no, no, no. I, I, th- I think that. Uh, part of my justification for stealing the Bring It On DVD <laughs> from Blockbuster that, like, I think was on sale for like two ninety nine or something, yeah, was just like this. First of all, I, I was embarrassed to yeah, to buy it, right. even though it's a great movie, fantastic movie. Doesn't hold up as well as you'd like it to, but um, why should it? <laughs> uh, it's got our friend Kiki in it, Kiki Dunst. Um, but uh, uh, for, I was just kind of like, you know what? This is a video rental store. Yeah. Cut the shit. Get the get the video games out of here. <laughs> Stop selling stuff. Stop get, selling videos. Get, get the booth where kids can make a tape in case they're ever kidnapped out of here. <laughs> I forgot about that. Did anybody ever do that? I never did it. Yeah. I, think, I was too I old think, once they put it in, I think. May, yeah, maybe it was the same thing as me. Or maybe it was, you know, just didn't want to admit you were kidnappable. Yeah. It's like, probably pretty kidnappable. It's <laughs> cute Tim, as a button. Tim, they would have brought you back. They would have been like, this kid's too annoying. He's calling us low class. <laughs> Get rid of like the big, like uh, you don't need a, a thing uh, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, 600 three foot long Twizzlers. You know, the, uh-huh. they had like a bunch of those things. And well, that's stuff. what I'm talking about when they started getting into novelty. Yeah, get rid candy. of that. Just get yeah. the, get, you know, make it look. The movie theater has a concession stand. Yeah. The candy doesn't take over the whole goddamn theater. Right, yeah. Just have it like that. Yeah, they had too much variety in candy at a certain yeah. point. Where it's like, nah, have like no, the snow milk caps. Duds, snow caps, yeah, Reese's Pieces, yeah. M&M's, all, the, all those basic guys. Get the freaking CDs out of there. I don't want to yeah. buy a TLC CD there. I'll just go across the street to Looney Tunes or right next door to The Wall or Coconuts, depending on what year it is. Yeah, it was weird when they started carrying CDs, it yeah. seemed. I mean, they only carried like real big CDs. Yeah. So and it, then I was like, this is so corporate, this music yeah. that they're selling. Well, it was basically aimed at people like our parents that were maybe intimidated. Yeah, like to, Shania Twain. You yeah. could buy that Shania Twain record for like... Twenty three ninety nine, or you could go across the street to the independent store and get it for like fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, well, we were lucky too that we had like an amazing. We had like yeah. one of the best record stores in the country yeah. in our uh, next town over, to be fair, but yeah. close enough, close enough to ride bikes too. Um, so I was just kind of like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Also, like this is surplus stuff. If they don't sell this, bring it. They, I know they bought like a thousand copies of bring it on when it came out. Tim, if they don't sell that copy of bring it on, they, they send it to developing countries. No, they so snap they can, it in so half and enjoy it. They snap it in half and throw it in the dang dumpster. Tom, uh-huh. that's what they're doing with it. So it's like, they're not going to miss it. And they didn't. Yeah. They did go out of business 15 <laughs> years later though. Yeah. That could have been the, the tiny domino that started knocking everything. Yeah. Down. Well, I remember one of my best purchases, and I should look it up. It's probably worth a fortune now. Uh, bring it on DVD? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I could probably like retire on it now. Uh, I bought a Nintendo Virtual Boy there for $20. Oh, yeah. After 
It, like, Do you still have it? Yeah, it's at my mom's house. Uh. And it's in like a big, like heavy duty pelican case, like um, because it was the rental case. And the pelican's big beak? Not a, no, not like the bird, Tim, like the brand. Uh-huh. The, the heavy duty, like road cases. For cameras. Okay. Uh, it came in a big case like that because this was the one you could rent for mm-hmm. a weekend or whatever for like twenty dollars. Okay. So it came in a big case. But the beautiful thing is, I don't think anybody ever rented this thing. It smelled. Br- it had that like brand new smell about yeah, but it. But if you ever put it on your head, it doesn't smell brand new. Well, anymore. you don't have to put it on your head because that one is too heavy. So you just had the only thing was it didn't come with the stand that you needed. See, mm. because the virtual boy was a weird for a lot of reasons, a very weird device, but it was super heavy. So you didn't strap it on your head. It just had like a little tripod. It came in and you would just kind of like lean your head on it. Uh, but it didn't come with that tripod. So I would just have to like prop it up on books or whatever. And uh, remember you, uh, uh, I was going to say rented it. You lent it to a friend of ours. Uh huh. Um, and I tried it at his house. It sucked. That yeah. Thing oh yeah, it really sucked. It gave you a headache. Yeah. Everything was red and black, and and all the games were awful for it. Um, I don't think I had Waterworld for it. I think Waterworld is the game that's now worth like thousands of dollars because uh, it was just like very very rare. Mm. Uh, but I but I do remember renting it because they sold the Virtual Boy. But they still rented some of the games. So I rented some games. I bought some games too. But but yeah, I I love buying uh buying used games and stuff there because uh <laughs> they were cheap. They were two ninety nine. No, but that's Almost not what that's not what that's not what we're steal. there for. Well, it's what I was there for, Tim. I probably I probably kept them going longer in business than in you did. Two thousand four, Tom. Uh huh. First of all, the, the Netflix started in the late nineties. Yeah. And uh, we all know the original Netflix business model, right? They'd yeah. send you a DVD, keep it as long as you want. When you send it back, you get a right, new one. Right, because you're paying a monthly fee. So exactly. They they, in fact, they would love for you to just keep one exactly. DVD. Exactly, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Um, but uh, everybody's like, oh, well, Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy them for yeah. $50 million in 1999. As if like that would have saved everything. Yeah. As if like... The people from Netflix would have been like, we sold you this. Now we're going to go start a streaming thing a few years later. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they'd be like, Blockbuster started their own mail mail away DVD thing because their thing was you can return it to the store, which was actually like a pretty good. It was like, you can return it to the store and get another movie right away if you want. You don't have to wait a couple of days for it to get back to the warehouse. Um, and then Blockbuster briefly did have a streaming service too. Yeah. And yeah, it's it, you're 100% right that if they had bought Netflix and Reed Hastings was there as like a vice president and he pitched this, they would have been like, were you nuts? No, we're going to keep renting Matrix DVDs. That's what makes us a ton of money. Yeah. Um, and so in 2004, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you hate late fees, huh? Yeah, Blockbuster did. 2005 is what I have in my notes, well, but you're wrong. Uh, your notes, Tom. Mm-hmm. Gotta have to. You're gonna have to have uh, Ginger stop taking your notes for you. She's a bad intern, Tom. Well, she works very cheaply. She works for begging strips. Which yep. You say costs three thousand dollars a week. Yeah, she she goes through a lot. I go, yeah. I I have some of them too. Okay. Uh, 
no late fees. You're, yeah. But uh, New Jersey sued them, uh-huh. um, the state of New Jersey. Chris Christie. I, re- I read that it was a few states, actually. Well, you're wrong. It's New Jersey. Um, that's so, just sorry one state. Sorry if anybody's hearing uh, my motorcycle boyfriend's here to pick me up. <laughs> Tell them to wait a second. We have five more minutes left. Um, if you kept a movie for eight days, they uh-huh. would just charge you as if you bought it. Oh, I I'd read thirty days, which is also bad. No, no, but no. Eight days is you, nuts. Once they charged you, you'd have thirty days to return it. Mm. But then they charge you a restocking fee, which is a late yeah. fee. So it's basically we got rid of late fees and replaced them with complicated late fees. Exactly. That are potentially way, way, way more expensive. Yeah. I mean, and I remember those commercials where it was like, no more late fees. And even as like, uh, well, I guess in 2005, I was like out of college. <laughs> so I was, was going to say, even as a kid. But I just remember thinking like, well, that doesn't make sense. I know why Netflix can do that. Yeah. And it's because they're charging me every month. Because tons of times I did keep movies for a month or whatever, would forget to send them back. Why wouldn't their marketing be more about like, hey, it's you, Friday night yeah, and you, you want to watch a movie wait. with your family. You don't have to like go at the time going online, you know, yeah. uh, and freaking rely on the postal service to deliver you something right in the mail. They could lie and be like half the time that that uh, DVD is freaking cracked when it gets to you. People, right. you know, people don't, they yeah, don't people know. Are, yeah. Um, it's like, hey. You just go and get it and just like uh, get it that night and bring yeah. it home. Decide with your family. Don't have to like adjust your queue on Tuesday to make yeah. sure that your Friday night uh, movie is. is yeah, because then sometimes the Netflix wouldn't have the movies, so they would just send you the next movie in your queue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember doing Netflix and still going to Blockbuster. Like there, there could have been a way for both these businesses to coexist at least for a little bit man netflix in the beginning was awesome like i i I saw so many movies because i was like hey you know you know me tom i'm a cinephile yeah so i uh put a lot on the queue they'd come i'd watch them yeah old netflix was great maybe you should sign back up for uh quizos or whatever it was quibi (laughs) not quibi cubos quick 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 Quick, quick flicks or something. Quick, yeah, I think it was Quickster. Quick, Quickster, yeah. Um, wait, that's still a thing, right? Netflix. I think Netflix does still have a small. You can still do DVDs by mail because there's something nice about. It. I remember, yeah. like, um, from like you know 2007 ish. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna watch all the Coen Brothers movies in yeah. order, and like I can do that now. Mm-hmm. If I had to like look up what streaming service they're on some of them yeah this was just like the queue and like the game and i just and it, and it would have been cheaper than renting each of them individually still exactly yeah. and like i'm sure there's some of them are spread out on streaming services i have or whatever yeah. but like well and i think especially when when me and you were netflix customers like i remember watching all of lost through netflix yeah me too uh i thought i was dying during it <laughs> 
Because you were watching Lost through Netflix? No, I was like in a very hypochondria, and I was just like, I was convinced that I had something terribly wrong with me. And you had to watch all of Lost before? No, you... just like for a few days when I was like, I was sick with something. Else. I was yeah, I had okay. like a flu or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, and also, I'm like, this is a terminal illness. <laughs> and also, this is it for me. Yeah, and I just remember now, did you go being to the in doctor? my room. No. No, of course not. You just assumed you were dying. <laughs> no, no, I did. And they like did a brain scan and uh-huh. they're like, you're fine. And I was yeah. like, but guess what? I'm not fine. And they were like, you're fine. There's not even anything in there. In your, in your head. There's a moth flying around. <laughs> yeah. We found a... There's just a, a light bulb and a moth flying around. In there. The light bulb's been turned off. <laughs> Good enough for me, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back home to watch See Lost. What's going on on that crazy island? Uh, but it was like when we were right out of college or in college. Yeah, and yeah, because I remember actually like doing Netflix in college too, and uh, it was just like yeah, I have all the time in the world, and I'm interested in watching like a million different things right now. Uh, it was great, a fantastic service. Yeah, love it. Netflix and Blockbuster. Come back. Old Netflix, not not current Netflix, which is mostly just garbage. I love Blockbuster. I love my memories of Blockbuster. Uh Uh-huh. But it's just empty nostalgia, right? Yeah. Like, I just love being... 17 and having nothing to do right and being like exactly nobody was asking anything of me i mean I had no responsibilities it, it, i could eat like shit i could <laughs> i could uh my entire life was just like very low stakes yeah and the thing is like even watching that that last blockbuster documentary where they're going to the you know there there are people there renting stuff from blockbuster and everything um I, I would love to do that if, you know, tomorrow some Brooklyn hipster opened up a blockbuster. I would totally go there and rent something. Eh, the next week I would watch something on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would be it would be fun for for a, a one time nostalgia hit. But ultimately, yeah. I mean, I want to go back mm-hmm. to that world, Tom. Yeah. Where, I, you know, I'm not reachable every second of the right. day. I watched a thing about uh, the, like, or I guess maybe one of the research stations in Antarctica and uh, the people that live there, like a lot more people live there in the spring and summer uh, doing studies and stuff, scientists and whatnot, but they always have like a skeleton crew. So during the, well, it does look scary because during the winter it's like, you know, negative, I don't know what. And there's only like not a, for long, and only a handful of people uh, working there and living there. But they have internet, but it's dog slow. So they actually have like a pretty big uh, in the convenience store. They have like a big DVD library. And uh, you can I rent- know that's color coded. <laughs> no, but you can rent DVDs. I think the DVDs are actually free to take out. You know, it's like a library, but they, you know, you you have to actually go to somebody and they write down who took it out. But it did look, even that I was a little nostalgic for like, ah, imagine being somewhere in the world where it's like, ah, there's no internet, but I don't know, we've got like a thousand DVDs here. You know, they were all out of the cases and in like slip cases so they could really pack them in. Yeah. It was just maybe the size of like a walk-in closet, but it was just wall-to-wall DVDs. And it's like, ah, that is pretty cool. 
My wife has a uh, a huge CD booklet full uh-huh. of DVDs. She would just order, like, get a bunch of Netflix DVDs and just copy them onto it. So she's got all these DVRs of all these movies. Well, Tim, the statute of limitations has not passed on that. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to call the FBI on your wife. Wouldn't be the first. I, you know, Tim, I'd be lying. Stop calling the police <laughs> on my wife, Tom. I'm, uh... I'd be lying if I told you that I haven't been looking for a reason to call the FBI and your wife I mean, for a long time. Yeah. But if you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at tcgte. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. Check out our Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash tcgte. Check out our Discord. The link is on tcgte.com. And most importantly, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. This week, we are wrapping up. Books of podcasts. We just read the '90s by Chuck Klosterman, and now we we have both watched Reality Bites, the quintessential '90s movie, which made me think of Blockbuster, which is why I wanted to do this. Yeah, so a lot of VHS stuff in that movie. Yeah, there. Yeah, there really is. So you can listen to that episode and all the back episodes. Patreon.com. Hundreds of episodes there. Some books. The podcast. Uh, uh, Fast Food Friday. Freak of the week. A freak on a leash. <laughs> We should start a Freak of the Week podcast. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash Complete Guide. Um, yeah, that's uh, rental stores. Do you have any cluster. any final final thoughts about... I told you about the, the late fees. Oh, you told me, but I already knew it. No. Uh, in 1994, male employees working for Blockbuster Music spinoff stores... So they had spinoffs, not in our yeah, town. Yeah, stupid. We're told that long hair and earrings were banned. Yeah. Come on, how are you going to run a record store and you don't let guys have long hair and earrings? And see, this is when Blockbuster started to jump, when they had like the Blockbuster Music and Movie Awards and stuff. Oh, and like, yeah. They tried to become like a brand like that. And it's like, well, nah, just rent me movies and make me young again in 1994 (laughs) executives tried to make good on the label by opening a center dubbed the blockbuster block party in albuquerque new mexico spread over 60,000 square feet the adult amusement park featured laser tag mazes and motion simulator rides the the press referred to it as a miniature disneyland on steroids but the concept never caught on you can't call something a miniature this on steroids yeah or two is like a jumbo shrimp yeah, but it's like miniature Disneyland. Okay, it's a Disneyland, but sort of, but on steroids, so bigger. So like Disneyland, <laughs> it's Disneyland. Yeah. I mean, it you shrunk it and then you beefed it back up. I mean, it doesn't really sound much like it was his, but I mean that. Yeah, that is it's like Spaceplex more than anything. Though. Yeah, but I mean that's ninety four. That's when they were really riding high, yeah. and it seemed like the sky was the limit. But like that's the thing. This is the thing. Everybody just. Do what you do and do yeah. it well. Stop doing so many things. I mean, I will say, you know, Netflix dramatically changed their business, but they still stuck to video. Yeah. Whereas Blockbuster, yeah, Blockbuster was trying to figure out, well, how do we get into music? How do we get into amusement parks? Yeah. How do we get into award shows? Hey, stay in your lane, dickheads. Yeah. I mean, they probably should have done what Netflix did was 
start making their own movies. I hate that stuff. I mean, it would have been bad for them to do that, but I don't know. I mean, that actually, so that brings me uh, to maybe one final point. Something that I do miss is uh, direct-to-video movies. Like, they still exist, but not... They're, all direct-to-video stuff nowadays that isn't like a Netflix thing or whatever. I'm talking about, like, rentals on Yeah, the Bruce Willis stuff that yeah, we were just talking about. They're yeah. so bad uh, that they're, like, unwatchable. The direct-to-video stuff was bad, Tom. It was unwatchably no, but, bad. But when we you were, were younger, kid, I know. And you didn't I know, know. You didn't but, know that but stuff they was were bad. Also, they would do, I don't know, they would just be, like, weird at least. Uh, yeah, so true. they were like funny well, to everything's watch. Everything's weird now. Yeah, everything's weird. So nothing. Uh, so nothing's normal. The new normal. Every hey, the new normal. Everything's weird. See you next week. That was a headgum podcast.